Welcome, welcome, and welcome, everybody. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. We are live. We are live on this Friday. What the hell is today's date? Anyways, I don't even know what the hell the date is. Was it the 26th? I think. Isn't it the 26th? Something like that. Maybe. I don't know. But we're live. And that's all that matters. So. Oh, man. Oh, I got to. I got to turn on the. um, I got to turn on the. The what's it called? The Periscope uh, uh, feed. How did they? What do you guys? Did you guys like that yesterday? I'm going to. There, I just turned it on. Okay. I didn't, I didn't have it turned on, guys. I'm sorry. All right. How was it, how was it yesterday? Was it all right? Was it, was it good? The new angle? I mean, it's better than it was when we first did it in the beginning of the week, and it was like this upshot of my nose. All right. All right. It is better. Okay. All right. So... Last night when I was walking the dog, <laughs> that seems like that's when I do most of the days reflecting. Uh, we'll get into uh, how the doctor uh, visit went later on in the show. But so the Hillary Clinton speech, or I guess if you want to call it a, a, a speech, it was more like an advertisement. For Breitbart. I mean, it really was. If you didn't know what Breitbart.com was, you did after the Hillary Clinton speech. If you never had gone to Breitbart.com, you went not just after the Hillary Clinton speech, but you actually went during the Hillary Clinton speech. Here was the reflection. If you're going to tell someone that something is horrible, or if you tell somebody that something is good, you better make sure that when they go to that website, or they go and watch that movie, or they meet that person, it is exactly what you say. Like, expectations uh, better be above. They They better be above what you say. If you make a big deal, out of something like, oh, my God, I saw this band. I saw this TV show. Uh, it, it was phenomenal. The music is stuff I've never heard before. The TV show, I laughed. I cried. It was. You got to go check it out. I'm telling you, you got to go check it out. And that person goes and checks it out. And it's like sniffing a big, stinky nasty dog fart 
<laughs> you're going to be in trouble. You're going to be in trouble. All right? You're going to be in trouble. And just reading a, a couple headlines, just reading a couple op-ed pieces doesn't do the trick. I mean, when Hillary Clinton was rattling off, um, how do you say his last name? Yakovich, Milo Yakovich. When you're rattling off op-eds from Milo, you better hope, better hope that every single story on that site is an op-ed by Milo. And that's just not the case. That's just not the case. And especially, especially yesterday, because when Hillary Clinton is talking about Breitbart, and she's talking about this alt-right movement. When people went to that site, one of the first stories they saw was Hillary Clinton's admiration and, 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 and love for ex-Ku Klux Klan member Robert Byrd. So if you're sitting in that audience, and, and let's face it, People on the left, libs, extremists, they're not going to be swayed by anything that's on Breitbart. That wasn't her audience. And if you're on the right, if you're on the right, you already know about Breitbart. And unless you're a cuck, which she didn't say, by the way. I, I was hoping those words would come out of her mouth, but they didn't. The word cock never, <laughs> never made it out of her mouth. I don't know if, if the words cock have ever gone into her mouth, but nonetheless, cock was not mentioned. <laughs> and she didn't talk about the lizard. She didn't talk about the the green lizard guy. She didn't talk about him either. She didn't talk about Baked Alaska. She didn't talk about uh, Ricky Vaughn. <laughs> she didn't talk. She didn't talk about. She didn't talk about anything fun. She didn't talk about anything fun. But anyways, when you went to that site. The Robert Byrd story was up. Now, we talked about that yesterday. We broke that down yesterday. So here you are in the audience, okay? And if you're, again, you're on the right, you know about Breitbart. If you're a cuck on the right, it doesn't really matter. You know, if you're a Jeb Bush or you're a Ted Cruz or you're a, Dana Perino, or you're at Dana LaDoish, or 
my favorite, my favorite cuck, Megan McCain. So if you're any of them, you know about Breitbart, you talk crap on Breitbart, but Hillary talking about Breitbart isn't going to do anything for you. You already know about Breitbart. That message was aimed at people that are in the middle. I call them the tweeners. Now, if you're a tweener, I don't know if you were moved by Hillary Clinton's talk about this alt-right website that deals in the fringe and conspiracy theories and Ku Klux Klan forums and so forth and so on. Because if you were a tweener and you're sitting in the audience and you're like, Breitbart, punch it in. And what pops up? Hillary Clinton practically French kissing a former Ku Klux Klan member. Hillary Clinton talking about a former Ku Klux Klan member when he died. When he died. Like I said yesterday, it's one thing to get along with somebody that you don't like, don't agree with, when you have to work in the same office, you're on the same sports team, you're on the same fantasy football league, whatever. But when that person dies, that's it. All bets are off. Ties are severed. So Hillary Clinton didn't have to give that little video eulogy. He was dead. Nobody was going to yell at her. Nobody was going to get mad at her for not eulogizing the dead former Klan member. So if you're a tweener, you go to Breitbart, and you're looking at Hillary Clinton practically French kissing a former Klan member. You're watching a video where she's talking about this former Klan member as her mentor. And then you're reading stories about Robert Byrd. Stories from the Washington Post. Stories from other outlets. You're watching the video of Robert Byrd giving an interview on Fox News where he uses the word white nigger. So now if you're a tweener and you didn't know about Breitbart, you just went to Breitbart and you're looking at something that is not chemtrails and jade helm and a bunch of white supremacist Nazis burning little black babies. You're seeing a legitimate story using news footage from years past. A eulogy from years past and the history of a former Klan's member who is a prominent senator in the Democrat Party. So 
I don't know how effective the whole go to Breitbart.com was, except that it changed the news cycle. Changed the news cycle. It got CNN and MSNBC and everyone else to shift from the Clinton Foundation and all these stories that keep coming out to talk about the alt-right, the, the green lizard guy. All, all, the, all the, the, the media needs is a reason to shift focus. That's all. They're all in the tank for Hillary. They're all in the tank. And it's not just Hillary. They're all they're Democrats. I hate when I hear people go, oh, they're, they're in the tank for Hillary. No, they're, they're in the tank for Democrats. It's, it's, it's not just Hillary. Democrats. Everybody in the media is a Democrat. Chris Cuomo, Democrat. Anderson Cooper, Democrat. Don Lemon, Democrat. George Stephanopoulos, Democrat. They're all Democrats. Megyn Kelly, I guarantee you, is a Democrat. Guarantee you. So I don't know how effective that go to Breitbart.com pitch was as far as trying to get tweeners, trying to get people to go to Breitbart and go, oh, my God, look at all this racism. Look at all this. Because it's not there. It's not there. Matter of fact, Matter of fact, not only if you went to the site yesterday, did you see the Robert Byrd story, but you also saw a flashback blogger, like a a, a post, a, a blogger from Huffington Post, okay, back in 08 guy by the name of Jeffrey Dunn. And it talked about how Hillary Clinton is a racist and that she uses a racist dog whistle and her whole campaign against Barack Hussein Obama Is all about racism. And it gives example after example after example. And like I talked about this whole, oh, there's 70 days into the election. That's not enough time. That's not enough time. Listen, people don't remember what happened seven days ago. Don't, Don't tell me. Don't tell me about not enough time. 
And here's this article talking about things from 08 that I went, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. So, again, if you're a tweener, if you're somebody that had no idea what Breitbart was, and you went, oh, let me check them out. You went there, and not only do you see Hillary Clinton making out or almost making out with Robert Byrd, but you also see a headline that says, flashback. Huffington Post blogger blasts Hillary's racism and hypocrisy. So now you're like, oh, what's this? I love the Huffington Post. That's my Bible. I love the Huffington Post. And now you click on it and you're like, 2008. What? She did. Wait. Oh, my God. What? And the article says, desperate and willing to do anything to win, the Clintons resorted to a naked form of racism aimed directly at white working class voters in the rural portions of the state of Pennsylvania. Their message, Barack Obama cannot win because he's black. In the early stages of the campaign, it was Clinton's people who kept playing the race card. In New Hampshire, Clinton's co-chair, Billy Shaheen, accused Obama of being a drug dealer. Then there was the paragraph, or then there was the photograph of Barack Obama in Somali garb leaked to the press by the Clinton staff. Remember, that's where the whole birther thing started. That's where the birther movement started. It wasn't Donald Trump. All Donald Trump did was seize on what Hillary Clinton started. But that famous picture of Obama looking like a Muslim, and it was Somali, um, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, ceremonial garb, that was leaked to the press from Hillary Clinton. And then the article goes on, and in the aftermath of the South Carolina primary, former President Bill Clinton compared Obama's victory to those of Jesse Jackson in 1984 and 1988. And his message was clear. Obama was a marginal black candidate. So this is an article that's on Huffington Post that wasn't written by anybody from Breitbart. It was written by a guy named Jeffrey Dunn back in 08. So again, recap. You're in the audience. Hillary Clinton is saying Breitbart News is the worst, horrific, despicable, alt-right, green lizard Uh, uh, chemtrails jade helm piece of crap in the entire worldwide web universe horrible 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 and you go there and you're like whoa what's this Huffington Post article from 08 Hillary Clinton I oh my gosh 
I totally forgot she did that. Or I didn't know she did that because I'm only 24 years old or I'm only 25 years old. Or I'm 22 years old. I didn't know they did that to Obama. I love Obama. I can't believe they did that. I can't. I, she actually had a, a campaign manager who, 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 who said that Obama was a drug dealer. What? <laughs> what? Wait. What? Why don't they? They leaked. The Somali garb picture? What? Geraldine Ferrara. Wait a minute. What? And this one, I completely forgot. I remember uh, the whole drug dealer thing, and because they played uh, the 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 book that Obama wrote, where he talked about experimenting with drugs. I mean, they 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 used a lot of stuff. They so I remember. I remember that. I remember the Bill Clinton. Yeah, so Jesse Jackson won uh, <laughs> this primary. What's your point? You know, I, I remember that, but I totally forgot about the Geraldine uh, Ferraro controversy. Now, those of you, again, who don't know or don't remember, Geraldine Ferraro was the first um, female vice president uh, nominee she ran with uh, walter mondale they they got they got they got destroyed but um she was also part of hillary clinton's um campaign back in 08 she she was she was like a a, a big part of the campaign and she got jammed up because uh, she made a bunch of statements uh, talking about Obama and saying if Obama was a white man, he would not be in this position. And every time that the campaign is upset about something, they call it racist. And then she said, I will not be discriminated against because I am white. That was Geraldine Ferraro. That was somebody with the Clinton campaign. There she is saying every time uh, Obama and his crew get into a jam, anytime there's a little story about uh, uh, Obama's ties to uh, Tony Rezco or uh, Jeremiah Wright or whatever. They scream, you're all racist. You're doing this because you're racist. You're racist, racist, racist. So here, here, the Democrats, which we've all been saying, Love to use the race card almost on a daily basis. So here a Democrat is accusing another Democrat of using the race card (laughs) all the time. 
So like I said, if you're a tweener, you're reading this. If you're a tweener, you're reading this going, oh, wow, this, this doesn't seem too chemtraily. This This doesn't seem too white supremacist. This is kind of just giving me information that I've never seen on CNN. I've never seen on NBC. I've never seen on MSNBC. Never seen this before. This is not David Duke. This is not David Duke. Huh. Interesting. And then they read more of this article. Because it keeps outlining the Clintons racist tactics against Obama back in 08. This article and this writer even brings up ads that the Clintons did. And he called it subtle yet consistent racism. The now notorious red phone 3 a.m. television ad used by Clinton during the Texas primary. Harvard sociologist Orlando Patterson noted in the New York Times it was reminiscent of the D.W. Griffith's racist film Birth of a Nation, which helped revive the Ku Klux Klan. Again, this isn't chemtrails. This isn't Jade Helm. This isn't the Loch Ness Monster. This is an article from 08 that was on the Huffington Post that Breitbart did an article on the fact that Hillary Clinton and the Clinton camp are the racist ones. They are the ones along with all Democrats that are race baiters and use race as a wedge every election cycle. Not Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster. Then it goes on, talks about Ed Randell seems like Ed Randell has been saying pretty horrible things for the last hmm <laughs> 10 years. Remember just recently Randell talked about ugly women. I know you're like I, I, I what are you talking about, Rob? Exactly. Nobody uh, reported on it. He did it on MSNBC. That's where he gets paid to to shill, but nobody reported on it. It was a comment about 
people, women being ugly and Trump's uh, comments and just kind of got buried in the news cycle. And here and back, what was it, uh, 08, Randell said white voters in the Keystone State would not vote for Obama because he was black. And then it goes on to talk about Stephanopoulos, who worked as Bill Clinton's press secretary and lied through his teeth on Clinton's behalf. And then in quotes, where's the journalistic objectivity here? He brought up Obama's relationship to former 60s radical Bill Ayers. And the rest of the media went bonkers over Obama's all too honest remarks about Conservative white voters hanging on to God and guns. So again, I don't know how effective, other than the news cycle, I don't know how effective the Hillary Clinton dog whistle on Breitbart was if she was hoping... Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, will go to Breitbart and be outraged because they would see Milo Yankovici stories and they would see stories about chemtrails and Bigfoot and black holes and mermans and mermaids. Because that's not what they saw. What they saw are legitimate articles, real articles from liberal mouthpieces from many years ago that talk about Hillary Clinton being a racist. Like I said, it's a great article. It's a great article. I, I, I forgot... Some of this stuff. I forgot the Geraldine Ferrar stuff. I forgot the Ed Randell stuff. I forgot how racial. How racial the Clintons got. I totally forgot about that. But this article is all about it. And this was in the Huffington Post. Not in some fringe right-wing chemtrail site. And let's face it, this article back in 08, this article, if it was Written by a alt-right person or a Republican or a conservative, and it was on Drudge or it was on The Hill or, or, or some other site that leans Republican, people would discredit it. People would say, nah, it's all BS. It's all 
hogwash. It's all crap. But this article was on Huffington Post. And you can't get more liberal than Huffington Post. So, again, I I don't know how um, effective it was as far as turning people, making people uh, be outraged. And, and prominently displayed on the right side of Breitbart is the Clinton cash movie. So again, if you're a tweener, if you're a tweener, you had no idea what Breitbart is, and you go to check it out, you're now looking at an advertisement for Clinton Cash. You are now clicking on the Watch Free Now button, and you're watching everything that you've been hearing from the media, at least bits and pieces. You are now watching it. And now you're saying, well, okay, the media is reporting this stuff. The New York Times is reporting this stuff. The Washington Post is reporting this stuff. The AP is reporting this stuff. And this stuff is in this movie on this site that Hillary Clinton says is full of conspiracy theories and folklore. Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, (laughs) the Yiddy. Hmm, okay. Who's lying? What's real? What's not? The New York Times, they're honest. The AP, they're honest. Washington Post, they're honest. And if this Clinton Cash, who Hillary Clinton says the creators are not honest, if they are echoing some of the things the New York Times has printed, the AP has printed, hmm, something's up here. Some Something is not John. I mean, that's what a tweener would say. At least I would hope. I mean, I might be placing too much... Uh, faith in the brain power of some of these people. And might be thinking some of these people will be saying exactly what I said. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. There might not be a lot of tweeners. There might not be. This whole thing might have only been to get the news cycle change to give cover to the media so they can get off all the revelations that have been coming out about the Clinton Foundation. But I'll tell you, that's a big risk. When you're telling people Breitbart.com when you're telling people to go 
to a website. Basically, go to a website and check it out for yourself. You're going to have a percentage of people that are going to go. You're going to have a percentage of people who are going to check it out. But unless there's a picture of uh, Yiddy riding the back of Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, and it says if Hillary Clinton is elected, they will be the new first family pets. (laughs) Unless these people see that, They're not going to be shocked. They're not going to be outraged. Right now, if you go there, you're seeing a picture of Bill Clinton. It says, flashback, Clinton's whites-only golf club. You're going to click on that, and you're reading an article that's legit, real, And that was reported by, again, the Liberals' Bible, which is the New York Times. The New York Times reported years ago that Bill Clinton, all-white golf club, So again, I don't know how effective it was to send millions of people to Breitbart.com to read legitimate articles. I I, I don't know. (laughs) I, I don't know. To read an article about mom of son killed by illegal alien reads Trump's letter at a public service for son at son's memorial murder charges added against DUI suspect with ICE immigration hold again these are real stories these are stories that you don't get on CNN And these aren't made-up stories. These are legitimate, real stories. Vista, California. Murder charges have been added to those facing 29-year-old Estelia Sanchez, the woman accused of killing Jack Ray Tenhelzen while driving with more than twice the legal limit of alcohol in her bloodstream and continuing about a mile down the road with the man lodged in the passenger side of the vehicle before she left. Our local uh, radio uh, talk show hosts reported about this. Jeff and Ken, or Ken and Mike, or whatever their names are, 640 AM. They talked about this. This is real. This is a real story. This isn't the Loch Ness Monster. CNN doesn't cover this. CNN doesn't talk about this. MSNBC doesn't talk about it. 
Mika Brzezinski doesn't talk about it. She's too busy doing dirty things with Joe Scarborough. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, again, I don't know. I don't know how effective sending millions of people to Breitbart.com was where these people read stories that are true. And even uh, the Milo stuff, even the Milo stuff, when they say, listen to this headline, would you rather be a uh, a feminist? Would you want your kid to be a feminist or have him with cancer? So something like that. Even that stuff, if you read the article, it's a, I don't want to say tongue-in-cheek, but it's, it's comedy. And I know Milo probably doesn't like to be necessarily characterized as a comedian, but it's, it's, it's witty, edgy, comedic writing. That's what it is. No different. Then when you go and you see Louis C.K. doing a bit about Hitler, doing a bit about uh, Jews, goodbye, Jews. Memory does the bit about Schindler's List. No different. No different. Comedy, it's edgy. Makes people go, ooh, mmm. So even when you read a Milo article that says, would you rather have your kid with cancer or be a feminist? You read the piece and you go, oh, okay. Ha, ha, ha. Witty, funny, edgy. So again, I don't know how effective getting tweeners on board to say Breitbart is a kook site. And watching the media, watching the Dana Bash, watching even the, 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 the people on the right. I mean, listening to Megan McCain talk about Breitbart like it's, again, a, a conspiracy theory Bigfoot promoting website is insane. It's insulting. And it makes her and the rest of the people that do that seem really, really partisan and stupid. Because there's nothing made up about a suicide truck bomb that kills 11 police in Turkey. That's real. Media just doesn't report on it. Just don't report on it. So I don't know. I don't know. 
We'll see. Someone asked me, do you think Trump can win California? No. No. Trump cannot win California. <laughs> Trump cannot win California. He will not win California. Okay. I had somebody tell me yesterday, you're just a Trump shill. You're well, listen, first off, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not I'm not a Hillary shill. I I don't like the Democrats. Trump is our nominee. End of story. Do I agree with everything he has said? Do I agree with everything he has done? No. Are there things I would have done differently? Sure. But it's easy to be an armchair quarterback. It's easy to do that. It's easy to bitch and moan and complain. Easy. But I do feel that if you're a Republican or a Democrat, you get behind your nominee. That's it. End of story. Or you shut up. You shut up. So there's my two cents about the... uh, Clinton Breitbart uh, maneuver. Uh, I don't know if it was necessarily a fact. I, I mean, I think it was it was downright stupid. I think it was just downright dumb. I think tweeners are are are. are I I just I don't <laughs> I don't think it worked for tweeners. The only thing it did, like I said, was get the media covering something different. Giving the media cover. Remember, at some point, people in the media, we saw it with Chris Azilla, at some point, somebody that they give a crap about tells them, hey, you need to do A, B, C, and D. Even though they don't want to do it, and even though other people have been telling them that, but they listen to that one person. So the media knew they couldn't get off this Clinton Foundation. They, they knew they couldn't just shift focus. They knew they couldn't start talking about, you know, a Trump story from 30 years ago. They, they knew they couldn't. They knew they couldn't just out of the blue. They knew they couldn't. They, they already out of the blue stopped the health questions. I mean, they fired Sanjay Gupta, or uh, not my bad, uh, Doctor Drew. They should fire Sanjay Gupta. They fired Dr. Drew. Remember Dr. Drew came out and said, hey, I don't know, man, Hillary Clinton, her health does worry me. CNN went, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, time out. A, you're a doctor. B, you're our doctor. C, people know who you are. D, there's a couple hundred thousand people that are out in the United States that actually listen to you and 
value your judgment and your opinion. And E, this is the Hillary Clinton News Network. And, and F, you're fired. And they fired him. They fired him. They fired Dr. Drew. So they killed the whole health question. Gone. So they couldn't just veer away from the foundation talk because that one person that goes, "Ah, come on, guys, that one person to all these people would have said to him, what are you doing? So the speech yesterday gave everyone cover. So in that regard, it worked. In that regard, it worked. But like I said, going to the site and seeing kookiness, that, that, no. You go to the site, they got an article about Uber losing $2.4 billion per year. It's a real article. They didn't pull that out of their asses. It's a real article. And then they had a piece about fact-checking uh, Hillary's uh, 20... They came up with 20 lies that she told during that speech. So, again, a tweener. And if you're a tweener and you've gone to Breitbart yesterday, you're now going there all the time. Like I said, I haven't been a Breitbart uh, watcher, viewer, whatever, I, I, all my life. I, I basically just discovered it two years ago. Two years ago, I discovered, and I went, what an amazing sight. What an amazing sight. Why don't we see this news? Why, why, why have I never heard of this story? Why have I never heard of that story? Why? why? So if you're a tweener and you went there yesterday, you're there today. You're there tomorrow. You're there the next day. You're there the day after. Really is a great sight. Really is a great sight. So they got the 20 biggest lies. So now... As a tweener, you're reading this, and you're going, oh, okay. Uh, let's see. This is someone who retweets white supremacists online. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember when uh, Hillary said that. And then uh, Trump is constantly on Twitter. He retweets many people. If he were interested in retweeting white supremacists, he would see many. You would see many, many examples, not one or two Inadvertent retweets among thousands. If you want to find extremism on Twitter, visit Hillary Clinton's own Twitter feed. Tweeting and retweeting Black Lives Matter. The day after police officers were murdered in Dallas, she was tweeting about white racism. That is appalling. So, again, you're a tweener, and you're reading this, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, guys, you want to talk about a hate group. 
You you want to talk about <laughs> you want to talk about uh, stoking uh, racism? Look no further than Black Lives Matter. And I said this two or three weeks ago, and I'll say it again. You notice Black Lives Matter is quiet. You notice you don't hear anything about them. Remember what we've all said. Black Lives Matter is no different than Occupy Wall Street. And at the end of the day, they're all funded by liberal special interests. Rather, it's George Soros, the MoveOn.org crew, or some other extremist, leftist, billionaire, millionaire. We all said this. Black Lives Matter is not organic. It wasn't something out of Rocky. Where social injustice, police brutality runs by their window. And thousands and thousands and thousands of black people chase that brutality or injustice down the street and up the steps to a monument in Philly. It's just not the case. We said it's all manufactured. It's all paid for. It's all bought. The leader of Black Lives Matter, DeFry, DeVray, whatever his name is, Butt buddies with the Twitter boss, uh, what is it, Dorsey? So it was all BS. It was all BS. All of this tension and, and, and all of this angst was manufactured by the left. And you say, Rob, Rob. Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? Well, you haven't heard from them. You haven't heard from them. Where have they been for a month? Where have they been? Where have they been? That's why you didn't see the coverage in Milwaukee. Remember, Trump is law and order. Run on law and order. When you turn on the television and you see buildings being burned down. You see rocks being thrown at police. When that's not happening, there's law and order. When that's not happening, Trump is just a crazy man. He's just a strong man, crazy man. But Black Lives Matter is a... Is a racist entity, a dangerous racist entity. And now they're being told to be quiet. The Democrats are telling them, be quiet. Get in the back of the bus. Get in the back of the bus. Because when you get to the front and you start 
acting up, you start making voters nervous. If you make voters nervous, they're not going to vote for us, the Democrats. And if they don't vote for us, you guys are going to get Republicans. And not only will you be in the back of the bus, but they'll drag you from behind the bus with ropes and chains. So shut up and get in the back of the bus. And that's what they've done. And that's what the Democrats do. Just read the article from the Huffington Post in 08 where it talks about Hillary Clinton going after Obama. And Obama going after Hillary Clinton and calling her a racist. So what's being played out right now between Trump and Hillary was played out back in 08 between Hillary and Obama. Democrats were doing the race card on each other in 08. So again, I don't know about the effectiveness of going to Breitbart. I think, if anything, it cements the position that Breitbart is not a kook site, and it's the media outside of Breitbart that is corrupt and that is told what to say, what to produce, who to get behind. State-run media, just like I've always said it was. The Democrats are the closest thing to the Nazi party that we have ever had. The Nazis made controlling the media, controlling the message, famous. Historic. China. Russia. All the communist countries out there. And the Democrats seized as the billionaires in the Democrat Party rose up. They got that message loud and clear. Got to buy the information highways. Buy the information highways. Got to buy newspapers, Washington Post. Got to buy streaming services, Amazon. Got to buy social media platforms. Twitter, Facebook. Got to buy internet services. Yahoo, Google. Television networks. NBC, CBS, ABC. Got to put our people in charge, in place. George Stephanopoulos, Zucker, 
the guy at NBC that calls Trump deranged. And then we have to put out a message and constantly keep that message that Democrats, the Democrat Party, liberals, liberalism, extremism, is the only way to go. And the only thing that will save this country, the only thing that will make this country great into the citizens every single day. And that's what you got. And when you go to Breitbart, you see a completely different take. See a different take. It's kind of like the movie Them with Roddy Piper. It's like putting on the sunglasses. When you put on the sunglasses, you see the truth. When you go to Breitbart, you see the truth. When you go outside of Breitbart, you see just how corrupt, how disgusting, how vile the media, the Democrats, leftism, extremism really is. Bad news.